Hi, and welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness. I'm your tour host, Rob, and the Reality Zone this week. Zach, where is the Reality Zone located? The Reality Zone? Yes, yeah, between the Twilight Zone and Tierra del Fuego, maybe? Uh, Fire Island, maybe, yeah. And I'm talking reality because there's a story I want to tell very briefly before I bore everybody. A plane crashes on a desert island. There's tons of food on the plane. It's all canned food. They can't open it, though. They can't open it. There's no rocks. There's nothing. There's nothing. But there's an economist on board. And the economist says, i got the solution. First, let's imagine we have a can opener. And that's what I want to talk about here. And this is why nobody likes economists. And this is why I want to talk about... Oh, come on. This is why I want to talk about, for once, we're going to get a little serious about business, economics, how things work in the real world with people who didn't get their job in politics because they know someone, people who aren't theorists who've actually done something. So we have a nice panel of guests, and just going down the line, we have the second president of the United States, John Adams. Hello. He's back! We have Jeff. Hey. And we have Dave. How you doing? It's the everyday. And Jeff, would you like to start by venting a little bit about how you feel about New York and its policies? <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, not sponsored by New York. <laughs> definitely not. Clearly will not be sponsored by New York after this one. Uh, all right, so uh, I think this topic's great. Uh, I was glad to be asked to participate in it because I can def- definitely give some insight into what it's like trying to start a business specifically in New York State. And not only that, I can compare it to other states. So um, the company that that I'm building, uh, we have to be licensed in every state in the nation in order for our uh, service to, to work. So that means I have to fill out a bunch of paperwork for each and every state in order to uh, be able to sell our product in those states. So in doing so... Um, I started the process, I want to say, February of 2018. Um, I'm still not done with New York State in getting their licenses. So the first thing New York State wanted me to do was get my name approved. So I actually had to fill out some paperwork with the name of the business. I had to show where the business is uh, registered, you know, where the, where we're incorporated. Jeff, before you go yep. on, I just want to say that I personally approve of your name. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see it. anything wrong with it. But. Yeah, so, you had so, to change your well, name to, like, Ernie or something? So, so here, John, this, this, is, this kind of builds up to where I'm at. So fill out the paperwork. By the way, I have to send in money, too, so they can improve my name. Oh, sure. You shocker. have to pay somebody so they can improve your name. Just to get the name approved, it took two and a half months. Two and a half months. I called multiple times. Hey, where? Well, where, where, when did you send the paperwork in? I'm like, really? Uh, luckily, I had a receipt from the post office. When, I, again, had to use Pony Express, mail it in. Can't do any of this shit online. So, mail it in. Two and a half months. I get the name approved. Great, awesome. Can I have my license now? No, you have to register the business in the state. Okay, great. What do I got to do? Well, you got to fill out this. Send more money in. Okay, send it in. Another two and a half months goes by. I bet you I, they helped you the entire time. Oh, my oh, God. God. I can't even tell you. I cannot even tell you how many times I was on the phone for a minimum of like an hour and a half, just before I could even talk to somebody. Thank God, cell phone, speaker. You know, you put on speakerphone, you sit there and you work away. So another two and a half months goes by. Business is now registered. So now I'm like, great, 
I got to fill out all the, again, all of this is literally paperwork, 8 by 11 with a pen. Send in the paperwork with my, uh, again, another check, okay, to now get my business registered or not now to get it licensed. So I send the money in and I go through the form, okay, all right, $288. So I write $288, put on the paperwork, send it in. I got the paperwork returned back to me a week ago saying it was wrong. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I missed a step. My bad. So I said, I said, I said, no, wait, there's, there's, yeah, there's more than more. one step in New no, York no, State? Yeah. No. So, so I send in the 288. The paperwork gets kicked back to me saying it's wrong um, not to spend 288, to spend $144. But I had to wait like two months to find out that I overpaid. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so they won't cash the check and just give you a Correct. refund. Right. Correct. Because yeah. that makes that would make sense. It would, yeah, it would make perfect sense. Exactly. So now I got the paperwork back. I send the paperwork back in again with my check for $144. You underpaid this time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a guess how much I was supposed to pay. 288. <laughs> exactly. So I pay $144. Kicks, or I pay. Two eighty-eight. They tell me no. It's supposed to be one forty-four. Two checks for one forty-four. I pay each. now, so then I pay one forty-four. They kick back. It's two eighty-eight. I call up the state. I'm like, the hell's going on here? I sent the paperwork in with two hundred eighty-eight dollars, and you kicked it back, saying it's supposed to be one forty-four. Their response is, well, it fluctuates depending on. The time of the year and when it gets and when it gets processed, I go. So that's my bad because it took you two and a half months to look at my paperwork. I go. I just want to make sure when I send this in, we're good. And by the way, can I send it to a specific person? Because I cannot wait another two and a half months. Nope, you cannot do that. So then I say, this is this is an absolute joke. Now let me explain why this is an absolute joke. I did this in every other state. Every other state, I had everything done within, just about every other state, I had everything done within a week. I was going to say, within by this time, week. you're registered in all other 49 and states. I did it all online. And I could use a credit card to pay for what, and, and by the way, the fee was maybe 40 Wait, bucks so here, even $80 Alabama here. Alabama had the internet? I had the internet. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. God. Wyoming had the internet? Wow. Wyoming yeah, yeah. and Carrier Pigeon. Yeah, the one guy. <laughs> Wyoming and their seven guys had the internet. <laughs> the only, there was only three states that I had to get the name approved. Georgia being one of them, Massachusetts being the other, and New York. Georgia and Massachusetts, I was done in two months. <laughs> New York State, I'm still fucking waiting for this goddamn license. Now. Ah, the joys of New York. Here's where it gets even better. This one, everybody here knows two plus two is four. Correct? We can all agree on that? Yep. You yep. Zach, okay. okay. There's a couple. There's, uh, there's a couple guys. Who got, they got their phone out and they're doing the math just to make sure. <laughs> well, let me take two off my plus shoes. Two is four. All right. So, business is based out of Palo Alto, California. We're looking to expand. We want to have East Coast location. So I'm going to try to build a location here in upstate New York, Rochester to be specific. I meet with a group of individuals looking to expand. This is how many people we're, look, we're going to expand to. I'm, and, you know, I need engineers, software engineers, project engineers. Um, I'm going to need customer service. I'm going to need sales. It's like 180 people total is what, what we're planning over the next two and a half years, three years. 
Do you think that New York State might be interested in that? Thank yeah. you. You'd so jobs. So I, I meet with an organization uh, in town, Greater Rochester Enterprise. Phenomenal group. I mean, they are really, really vested in trying to grow the area. Um, working really hard, introducing me a bunch of people. They give me the paperwork. I fill out all the paper again. Fill out more paperwork. I send it in to see if I can get some type of incentive. Okay. And this is the one where I sent the sent the note to Rob. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait for this podcast. <laughs> the so, only thing is, I wish you would say how you feel. I know. You, you could say what you want. <laughs> if you keep it bottled up, you're yeah. going to get heartburn. Well, this one should piss <clears throat> off everybody here. So I send the paper. So I send the paperwork in, and I'm you know a couple questions back and forth. And I'm working with the city of Rochester, Monroe County, and the state. And the state takes priority, and then it goes to the county, and then it goes to the city. So depending on what the state provides, then then it's, you know, county and city. So I get a phone call from the, um, the state, and they're saying, well, you know, there's really not much we can do based on your business model. I go, what are you talking about? Well, you, you know, you're more of like a service. You're not re- – I go, I, I don't understand what you're telling me. There's nothing you can do. No, there's really nothing you can do. So then I make the comment. I says, well, that's pretty funny considering Ontario province, Montreal specifically, would like to give us a 75% credit towards these. Yeah, this is like, I'm like, wow. 75% credit towards the salaries of the people we hire until we hit profitability. So let's say it cost me $100,000 to hire somebody and have them on staff. I'm actually only going to be paying $25,000 until we become profitable. I make that comment to the state, and they're like, well, hold on. Let's see what we can do. Now I'm fucking furious. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Like, you got to, you should be coming to me with your best plan yeah, forward. I mean, not, no, we're not going to do anything. So here's where it gets, you know, it slowly gets better from here. So New York State is very, very efficient at taking your money. Oh, they're yeah. not so fucking asshole. Yeah. it back. Oh, God so, yeah. Who knew? So, as soon as they hear that I've got, in essence, another country. Yeah, not just another state. Another You're talking country. a country nation. So I, may, so, I tell them, now they're like, hey, you know, uh, well, let's see what we can do. So, I call Greater Rochester Enterprise and say, hey, just want to let you know, I was hurt. I was turned down. Okay, whatever. I, there's the feedback I got. I, I gave them, and they're like, are you kidding me? And they're like, well, we got to figure out what we can do. So, they start scrambling, and they're doing some work for me. And it boils down to, because I'm a service, they don't really, you know, it's really not that big of a, of a deal. And I, all I'm thinking is, you know, if I went across the street to Democrat and Chronicle and gave them this story, how well would this play in the press? <laughs> you know, the fact that you don't care about businesses moving to the area. I write this really long because res- then they want a response from me. I don't think that's true, Jeff, because it states right on the billboards for New York State that we are open for business. Yeah, open where? <laughs> billboards <laughs> don't lie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. remember how much more efficient so, government is, John? Well, first, John, I think you can back me up in this. One of the governor's incentives there, oh, we spent, we created, spent $70 million. We created 15 jobs. Oh, oh. hold on, because yeah. I'm going to build off of that one. <laughs> so wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. So I'm going through all this shit, and um, they're writing, and then and they want to know, you know, because I'm looking at a couple other cities. They want to know, you know, well, what are these other cities providing? What is what what is Ontario actually providing? You know, can you give us that information? 
And, you know, long story short, to end this part of the story, which is about the third chapter of a five-chapter story, um, I literally say, I go, it's not my job to tell you what other people are doing. If I was bidding on a job in New York State, I'm pretty sure the state wouldn't tell me what my competitors are bidding so I can undercut them. You should be coming to me with your best plan. I go, it's embarrassing that a state can't figure this out. And, and I even said, I says, I says, you know, you've got your governor who sits there and touts unemployment's at an all-time low for the state of New York. Yeah, of course unemployment's at an all-time low for the state of New York. Everybody's fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's out of the state. So 190,000 people in 2017? Yeah, if you've got 100 jobs and you've got, you know, 100 people looking for jobs, okay, great. But now go two years out, you've got 100 jobs, but now there's only 50 people left looking because the other 50 left the fucking state. Yeah. Unemployment's been cut in half. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> a moron. And people are buying this bullshit. <laughs> So I can't wait till we get into the emotional side of this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been fuming on this one because here's where two plus two actually does not equal four. So now um, you go out two weeks because I, t- I, I told him I'll go broke sitting around waiting for the state. So we start hiring people. I hired, I've, I've already, already hired like five engineers in Montreal, software engineers in Montreal. Um, I get a call. Hey, the state's really looking at this. We pushed back on them. You know, they were, they're really excited about this opportunity. And I brought to, well, what about this one? Well, what do you mean? And blah, 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 blah. You know, so I want to let you know you're going to get a phone call um, within like a week. Or actually within a couple days or early next week. This was two weeks ago. That, you know, they're, hopefully they'll come back with something. I'm like, okay, great. So a week goes by. I don't get anything. Next thing you know, there's this press release. There's a company from Boston that's uh, expanding to Rochester. And awesome for Rochester. I mean, like, look, I'm cool that somebody's coming here. And they got $900,000 in tax incentives <laughs> for 45, 45 and software engineering jobs. <laughs> 900000 for 45 software engineering jobs. I wonder which assemblyman is an investor in that company. So, yeah. So, my paperwork that I submitted had 180 total employees, 55 of which were software engineers. And I got fucking shit. (laughs) Zero. (laughs) Fucking zero. So, I send a note. Hey, really, congratulations. Really happy. Blah, 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 blah. Still trying to figure out how how 45 jobs trump... 55 engineering jobs plus an additional 125 on top of that. Please explain that to me. Then I put in there, I'm pretty sure the reason I'm not getting anything is because I'm a resident of the state of New York and I had a lease with where my where the office was. And by the way, when I set the lease up, I negotiated it to a nine-month lease. So if I didn't like what I was seeing, I could get the fuck out of here. That's the state we live in. This is the problem with government. They have no incentive to do anything proactive. And I think there's a Ray Moore idea, too, the, you know, the little fish that goes on the bottom of a shark where they're trying to feed off this. They just want to get your money and get your money, you know? Well, when the state's running a deficit every single year, 
Of course they want your money because they're spending more than they're taking in. If we as people, business owners or homeowners or family members were to do that in our own lives, we would end up broke, destitute, on the street somewhere, but the state does it yeah, forever. Yeah, the state will cover us, man. We're fine. We get it yeah, for free. Because, oh, yeah. you know? yeah, listen, it's just so much easier to give it to somebody who just shows up in this country for and says, I want to go to college. But everybody who has children has to work their ass off to be able to afford a college education for their children. But if you're, if you're here illegally or as a non-resident, We'll just give you college. Hmm. That, that makes total sense to me that there's people here that have come here the right way, that have established a family, and they can't get anything. That brings up an interesting point about the free college in New York State right now, because it's certainly not free. Oh, my We're God. Oh, yeah. Taxpayers, correct? Free right. asterisk. Okay. And Please so, explain to me what's free. I well, they've always said, free. if you think it costs something now, imagine how much it'll cost when it's free. Oh. oh. Socialist agenda. Well... The reality is that people respond to incentives. I mean, this this whole podcast is about business in New York, the economic uh, situation we deal with. And a little economics therapy for Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay there, buddy? I'm fucking living, man. <laughs> How does 45 fucking jobs trump 180? <laughs> well, and the answer sheer, two seriously two should equals be that potato. Exactly. In New York, yes. And if we're going to offer incentives, both companies should get the incentives. Exactly. Right? I, agree. I agree with that. Yes. So somebody signs up for free college. They go through their process. They get their degree. Now they go into the workforce. New York State says they have to remain working within New York State for two years post-college. I thought it was four. Is it, it two? It may be four. Okay. I, it's right. a period of time. Yeah, yeah, so for yeah, a period yeah. of time after college, they have to remain within New York State producing their own job within New York State working for a company here. However, that there's no... There's no definition of how the state gets their gets their W-2 sent to them. So what, what if they maintain the residence in New York State and they go to another state, say Pennsylvania, and they work there and they just have that maintained residence in New York State because their mom answers their mail? Mm. Is, any, is anybody well, your federal aware? Tax. Your, 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 yeah, your W-2 your W two will show the company that you work for. I mean, so, like, I get paid uh, companies out of Palo Alto, California. I live in New York. For mm. uh, a half the year, my W-2 was California. But so, then, so you're saying I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now. No, not really, because the way I look at it... I'm okay to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but the way I look at it, yeah. So you go to school... You have a period of time, whether it's two years or four years, you have to be here producing. And the way that they spun it was because they're here producing, generating tax revenue, we'll get our money back for the investment in that, that individual that went to school. But it doesn't say what kind of job you're supposed to be doing. It does, like they could go to school, get what, get their free education, and it'd be a bartender for four, for four yeah, years or two years. Say, By the way, they'll make really good money being a bartender. Probably more just, money than they would yeah, 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 they would, yeah. Yeah, with their degree. But, oh. but, Especially if we show up. Yeah. But, but, now, but, now, but now they get their education for free. Well, the other thing, and too by the way, you have to go to a. Pro, here's the other pro problem I have with this whole thing it has to be a SUNY school. You have to go to a SUNY school. That doesn't include the. The Coonies not in the city, or is it just Sunnis? Well, it it has to be a state school. Okay, uh, a state. So any of the private schools, yeah, those kids don't get any of that. Yeah, my kid goes to Clarkson University. Yep. He gets nope. fucking nothing. Hey, if he went down the street to Potsdam, it's a whole other ball game. Well, 
yes and no. I mean, because it's also based on your parents' income. So my kid... I hear Potsdam's a better school anyway. If you want to be a musician or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just no. trying to stir you up, Jeff. No, no. So Potsdam is a really, really good school. Shots fired. It, it's, it's, for, it, it's more focused on the arts. Yeah. Um, like music theory and, uh, you know, Broadway and, and all that. You know, my kid, chemical engineering, he wants to be an engineer. Okay, let's go to one of the top schools in the country for that. Uh, but the whole the whole concept around you know what what a kid gets is based on what their parents like that's bullshit i, I don't i don't understand that and yes when um what they call dreamers so a kid a kid's here because their parents did something didn't follow the right path to 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 be a citizen here that's no fault of their own and and if you're going to try to help them okay i can kind of see that to a point be fair across the board. Right, that's what I'm saying. And it's Take just care of- not fair at all. And in this whole free thing, hell, you want to get elected to do anything? All you got to do is tell enough people you'll get it for free. You'll that's get it for I free. Think, you'll yeah, get it for free. What's happened now is nobody has any ideas. There's no creativity, and I think there's really not any intelligence. A lot of this is there's people no with connections. That's it. Ooh. And the way from now, from the way they do it now for elections is elect me, and I'll give you stuff. That's it. It's and then, didn't they go back to the chicken in every pot? You know that yeah. that whole that whole stump speech tropes yeah. from way I, back I mean, when. You know, economics really isn't that hard to understand. I mean, supply and demand. Yeah. Right. People respond to incentives. Something you said to yeah, me years ago. Go back to the mortgage crisis, and you explained it more succinctly than anybody. If you buy a house like that and you don't have the money, you're stupid. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, you know the mortgage. The, the whole mortgage debacle, you had people buying houses that were way out of their price range based on speculations associated with the, with the market continuing to grow. Oh, and by the way, they financed them at a one- or three-year arm. By the way, arm stands for adjustable. Let's focus on that word, adjustable rate mortgage. That means the rate is adjustable. I don't know if rates go down all that much, but it's going to go up. So you buy this house because your three-year arm gets you a mortgage that you can afford now. Yeah, and then the next, next thing you know, that, that 2% loan is now an 8% loan. Good luck. I was going to say, good look luck. At, what about the accountability of the people that are financing these people that have no possible way of affording this house? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that, that's, I'd say, bordering on criminal. One of the yeah, they got um, their payout though. Yeah, exactly. The they got what they wanted. Oh shit! Why am I drawing a blank? Which the, one? The Slapshot. <laughs> That's a good movie. Never any. No, there's a movie about the mortgage crisis. The big Short. Yes. If you haven't seen that movie, please. see I the saw movie. the short version. <laughs> <laughs> it's a YouTube. I, video. No, it's a phenomenal movie. And and there's a guy. It's based on this one guy out in California, who's tracking all this stuff. And he decides, I'm going to short the mortgage industry because I think it's on a, it's a house of cards. And he got laughed at when he went to all of these, you know, like Morgan Stanley and Goldman and Sachs and saying, hey, I want to short. And they're like, this stuff doesn't. They laughed at this guy. It's, laughed at him. He saw it coming. Yeah. And, and, and then he's the bad guy because he made a shit ton of money. A shit ton of money. Off of this, and people are looking at looking at him and a couple other people going, 
well, you 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 know, you made you made good on the misery of other people. Right, it wasn't no, a No, he made story. good because he was smart enough to figure out all these other people were fucking idiots. Yeah, you made good on the misery of other people. That's unlike anything any other people, business has ever done. Right. Of the people. But it's, it's the other thing that gets me. I mean, we just had this government shutdown. And, all right, I can see you, you missed two paychecks. I can see where that could hurt you. But the trouble with today's society is if you're not prepared to miss one paycheck, you're an idiot. Right. You are there an idiot. There you go. You tell me that you can't afford to pay your mortgage, which missing one paycheck, if you make enough to pay your whole mortgage in one paycheck, God bless you, on top of a car payment and groceries and whatever your cable bill or whatever other shit you got coming in, you're a poor money manager and you probably don't deserve a government job. Now, I had a friend of mine about a year ago, he lost his job and he's looking for work and he's trying to this time find something. Cause Jeff's he, got something. Yeah. Maybe he's kid. Maybe in New York. And what he did was he actually said for now he's fine for months because he planned for this for years. He's our age. So he's like in his 20s. So he planned for it. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. You should okay. be able to go a couple months. But he did. But he planned for it so he wasn't panicking. But other people and they buy a lot of crap and they get stuff they don't need and then all of a sudden we don't have any money. Well, don't cry to me, you know. Yeah. America, age 65, only 5% of people are independently wealthy or wealthy. And that means that only 5% of the people can actually have any length of retirement after 65. And that's that's what we have in our country. If people do not plan ahead, well, states like New York State, if you lose your job, we've got six months of unemployment. There's all sorts of welfare programs out there for people. As long as you know how to check the right boxes, you can get them. Or put your car in somebody else's name, then you don't hold that wealth. So if you have a car that's valued more than, I'll make up a number, $3,000, you have to put it in somebody else's name. And that's what's happening all over the state is that people are driving cars that could be, if if you go into the hood, if you go down into the inner city, you'll watch Escalades and very expensive SUVs driving by and... Those people are coming in and paying for food with food stamps. Not, and I'm not saying everybody. There's a percentage. It's a, it's a small. I, I think it has nothing. Is, I has not, I, I think that has nothing to do with like where you live. That is a common theme across the board. Across yeah. the board. I mean, the difference is when you go into the inner city, you're going to see a higher number of people like that because there's a higher center of population, right? If you go out into Canisius. Well, that's the thing. The population density is a lot houses. is a lot bigger in in the city. Well, that plus I think it'll stand out. An Escalade will stand out more in the city than it will in suburbia. I mean, yeah. where where things are a, point. Yeah, a no, little more a, affluent than you would you would think. No, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, it's a little more out of place in right. You see a Mercedes, in Rochester than yeah. In you say a Mercedes Benz on Avenue D. That's that'll raise question marks. <laughs> I I mean to. If, if, if you're relying on the government to get you by... Good luck to you. You're the government not, you're is not, my nanny. You're not going to go anywhere. You're not. And, and when, when I think about this topic and when I think about you know economics and the state and things that are provided, so on and so forth, it all boils down to individual accountability. 
either that that's e been taken from us in New York State in a lot been, of ways. It's been it's been taken. It's from doubled us because there's this the sense country. of entitlement as well. It's it's it's, it's across the country. You, I mean, if you if you're bringing home, let's just say two thousand dollars for the month, right? Mm -hmm. But you're trying to figure out how to live on four thousand dollars a month. You got a problem. Yeah. Like the math doesn't work. You should be living on if you're bringing home two thousand dollars a month. You should be living on fifteen hundred dollars yeah. a month. What, what if so you you're have a credit card money? though? Why you can't afford because a credit card? Don't have <laughs> credit card. Credit card. This is free money, well, we right? That's how that works. We messed up the idea between wants and needs. Some things you need to survive. You don't need cable TV. You don't right. need yes. the real expensive car. Yes. You don't. I, I mean, I, I you need a better Steelers coach. That, yeah, but, that's well, for. I always ask people this. I said, if you you hear people that say, "Oh, I want a Ferrari, like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar Ferrari," if you had two hundred fifty thousand dollars to spend on the car, would you? <laughs> no way. It's not up here, first especially. Off, first, first, no, off, but, I mean, first off, it costs three grand just to change the oil on that thing. Well, right. Like, what the fuck, really? And you're only yeah. going to drive it for a month and a half, yeah. two months. But I mean, so, so you can and, and on these roads, look, I got a Ferrari. <laughs> Big fucking deal, dude. Yeah, but like, but somebody right. like if you had two hundred fifty grand to spend on the car, would you? Hell no. Just just on that, uh, you're talking about potholes, right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Who would want a Ferrari in these streets? Segway. Go to pavingforpizza.com and you can vote for Domino's to come. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering well if I was well going to I'm actually going to do a segue here. When I order pizza, like from Domino's, I get good service. But otherwise, everybody can relate to this incompetence. Ordered oh, something from one place last. I got one time ordered a burger from somewhere. I got a cinnamon roll. Nice. I got burgers, nothing Ooh, on them. I could talk I've that. got a couple other ones. Yeah. You know, you remember Darren, my friend. Yeah. One time he goes to a fast food restaurant, orders a burger, comes back, opens the container up, and it was a scoop full of fried onions. <laughs> now, I'm bringing this up That's for a reason. It. That was There's... all that was it. And normally this is one of these things that, like, <laughs> oh, they photoshopped that for Facebook. I sat there and looked into this container and saw... Like three tablespoons worth of fried onions and poorly fried now, onions. Now, I'm going say, somewhere man. with this. Okay, now there's a couple yeah, questions I'm doing up here. I'm bringing up number one when they say you can't get good help these days. And number two, thoughts on minimum wage. Oh, oh my God. Yes. What a mess. Oh, Jesus. Oh, right away. You, you want to pay a fast food worker $15 an hour. First of all, those jobs were never meant to be permanent. Exactly. Yeah. They were meant for college kids or younger high school college kids that are home for summer break. Just entry, to give them a, entry level. Yeah. yeah. Or somebody who might be down on their luck yeah. that just People needs to need a fresh start. Needs to something temporarily until they can get their shit together and get back in the in the major player. So but, interesting on that, Dave. Years and years ago when the minimum wage was eight bucks an hour, somewhere around there, I don't remember exactly what it was. I worked with people in the fast food industry, and I was a supervisor. I ran stores and supervised multiple stores. There were people that worked for us for $8 an hour that were overpaid every single hour that they worked. Absolutely. Because they could not bring enough value to the company that was employing them. And fast forward till today, if you look at the fast food industry, if you have 30 or more units anywhere in the country, and you have one or more in New York State, you are held to a higher standard for minimum wage than the mom and pop shops. So pizza, for instance, if you have a national pizza chain, you have one shop in New York, which no national pizza chain has any less than that, you're paying $12.75 an hour today for a minimum wage. You go down the street to the next shop down the road, and it's a buck fifty less an hour 
for the, the mom and pop pizza shops to pay the workers. Right. The same core business, the same core service, the same core product. There's nothing different except there's a national name associated with it as opposed to a mom and pop name it's, associated. Because it's based on the total number of employees, right? It's based on a total number of units. You could have one person employed by each unit. If you have 30 or more, you have to pay the higher wage. Oh, so it's based on the the, the like the brick and mortar building itself. Yes, got correct. It. Okay. So, for instance, right. last year, two, well, so they got to be doing that year, based on the assumption that you would have more yes. employees. So exactly. So in 2017, December 31st, 2017, we had an increase in wage that was a dollar, right, for minimum wage. And if you had 30 or more units, you had to pay that higher minimum wage. So Mark's Pizzeria dropped 12 right. units off of their books to drop to 29 units. So Is that why that happened? So they did not have to pay okay. the minimum wage that was higher. I'm it probably saved them $600,000 over the course of 2018. Wow. But but that's that's the concept around make a rule and not know the consequences associated with it because you the people that are making the rules have never run a business, have never have never had and I'm not going to say all of them. I mean there's probably like one, very maybe, few maybe though, two, like the right? That's the but problem. they've never had the responsibility of generating revenue. I mean, when you're in government, it's, it's just raise taxes. Just, so they go out and they say, we're going to raise the minimum wage. Why are they saying that? To get vote. Let's yeah, be honest. To it's votes. to get votes. Well, yeah. It's to get votes. But Seattle was the first one that, oh, the first one that really pushed it, right? Washington. So we're going to we're going to raise the minimum wage, and it's going to be fifteen fifteen dollars or fifteen bucks an hour, because people have to have a, a livable wage. Well, why don't they, well, they have a livable wage Lower the cost now? of living. No shit. But, but here's the thing. they People forget. Oh, they they doubled the minimum wage, but at the same time, they increased cost of living three times. Well, so it's not a slide. It's a, it's on a scale that slides, but it's a little... Well, there, there's, there's two things. Like, unless you're China, nobody's making more land. Okay? Right. So, right. so you know, again, supply and demand. The, su- the supply's low. The demand's really high. Mm. Rent's going to go up. Okay, that's just common economic. That's just basic economics. But in Seattle, you know what people don't recognize is, okay, you make a rule to move the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. By moving it to fifteen dollars an hour, you've now increased your tax base because now you have people that if they're making fifteen dollars an hour for forty hours a week, they now have to pay tax. Mm-hmm. So the city, this, but they don't tell you that and say, hey, we're helping people. They're also going to increase the amount of money coming in. In addition to that, they're thinking that, that, that now that people are making $15 an hour, that's less people that they're going to have to pay benefits to because they're going to fall off. Well, by, by increasing it to $15 an hour, you're not actually offsetting the benefits that they're getting by not making $15 an hour. So now you had more people saying, I don't want to work 30 hours or the the 30 hours or 40 hours a week. Their minimum threshold, be, be, whatever it is. Right. Because I end up in a worse situation. It's ironic. It's like you would make situation. more money, but you end up with less of right. it. Well, but, on, top, on top of the fact that goods and services go up because you have to account for the, exactly, the, the, exactly, the, the exactly. raise you just gave these so, people. Oh, okay, so I have to pay somebody $15 an hour, but the burger that I'm charging $8, you still want me to charge 8 bucks. No, I'm going to charge nine fifty because I got to yeah, offset. Yeah, because I can offset the, the fifteen dollar wage. So, these so that fifteen dollars an hour did nothing. Yep. Everything else went up 
as the same percentage. So it did nothing. Well, but it's a great, it looks great in the press. Yeah. It looks awesome on TV. Well, there's a and people are like, too. these people are fighting for me. There's a You're clueless- a fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> there's a cluelessness to it where, again, a lot of people in government, they come either through the party, through cronyism, through their parents. They come from money. Oh, and they have God. no idea. And one of the things, oh, well, the evil businessman, you could go to this a little bit, John, about costs a bit to run a business, doesn't it? A little bit. You know, you've got your lease, which typically is pretty high, insurance to cover the business in case of liabilities. You have your utility costs, whatever product you have to sell, or uh, you have to buy that product if you're going to create it in the shop, right? Equipment. Uh, Workman's comp. Just as an example, in our stores, our pizza stores, we have ovens, triple-decker ovens. They're $65,000 units. So it takes a little bit of business to pay for that equipment. And... The reality is that we are offered no incentives to get that in, that equipment into our stores, except we want to have the best service possible to the customer that's buying our product. So we invest a significant amount of money into equipment so we can offer that service to them. So, Zach, going back to your living wage idea, the idea of a living wage has always been interesting to me. I don't, I'm not a type of person or the type of person that says that people should have to struggle. Uh, people should have to... You know, bang their head into the wall for years in order to get by. But there is a Agreed. different in definition. There's a difference in definition from what a wage could do for us when we were kids compared to what a wage can do for young adults today. You know, young adults today are buying $1,100 smartphones. They're buying nice cars with that they that they put onto some type of revolving credit. Uh, the state says you can't afford to to purchase or lease a rent a two-bedroom apartment on minimum wage today so you have to have multiple people living in a unit you know when i was coming up in the world there wasn't a single person who was 21 22 23 years old that lived on their own they all had roommates they shared expenses because it was less expensive to live that way yep that even even here that's what happened i got out of college and for several years Live with a couple people. And, and what happened was, as you grow professionally and as you grow with your skills, you're able to offer a higher value to employers, get paid more, and eventually be able to afford those things on your own. It's like the but saying, you don't want a minimum wage. There it is, you don't right have there. minimum wage here. Minimum, get, don't have minimum skills. Don't have minimum incentive. Make something yourself. The, be, the problem is, is people want it's instant gratification. And you want a sad thing? Here's a really sad story, too. There's a millionaire out in Philadelphia years ago, and what he said, he went to some inner city, he went to these schools, and he said, okay, any of you graduate, I will pay for your college. So, imagine that somebody comes to you when you're a sophomore, you haven't made, you can go to any college you can get into. Turned out, they went back in there, they all washed out. Because here's here's the issue, like, I I love this topic, because here's the problem that I have with the economics of education. Um, until education is important in the household, nothing's going to change. So you see all of these uh, politicians, um, county executives, city representatives, all you ever hear whenever they're running for office is, we need more money for education. We need yeah. more money for education. Well, when they get it, where the hell does it go? My point, schools like, are getting like, shut down left like, and right. This is just, you're on a repeating loop. This is all I ever hear. We've been throwing money at the problem. 
Yeah, if New York State's money for education worked, we'd, we'd definitely in a better place. We're like one of the highest per pupil and we're like one of the lowest ranked states in education. We're ranked in, in, 36 two years ago in education and number one in spending. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so it's like it's a joke. And, and I'm not trying to say that not every household is this way, but it should be where every household, education is foremost. Like, it's expected that you go to school. It's expected that you give 100% when you're at school. You may or may not get A's, but you're there. You're invested. You're trying to figure it out. You're, you're asking for help. When there's a parent-teacher conference, the community is there. And regardless of, right? the, of your grades, you're still learning something just by being there. Okay, exactly. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to go to college. No. I, I, I Like... Vocational schools are awesome. I'm very big on that. that. Too, it should yeah. be huge. Yeah. Like it, if we, instead of trying to tell everybody you have to go to college, yeah. you have to go. No, we're going to run out of plumbers. Yeah, <laughs> then find out what you're interested in and do that. Like you got all these do people it. with art history degrees, they can't fix a damn toilet. I tell you what, if I could do it all over again, I would learn a trade because those guys are writing their own paychecks. Oh, right. I have to give you, know you a story. I, I, I'm with you on I that I have to one. give you a story for that. I cut the grass. My my neighbor, George, is a Korean War veteran. He couldn't really lift his shoulders anymore, so I cut the grass for him. He worked as a screw machine operator for years, and he would tell me about it. He said, basically, if you learn this trade... All you need is about the size of a fishing tackle thing. You can do this. You can work anywhere in the country, make at least fifty grand, even more. I try to teach the kids that work this; they don't care. Yeah, but but to me, it's 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 a, it's a household thing, and like okay, so how now? You're not going to change it overnight. No, you got to figure out how to then um, get it where that's a priority at the house because it's not with the kid. And the only way it's going to be with the kid is if it's with the parent. And the parent I also is think really the societal thing where, like, government and everything, they look down on these things. Oh, you have to go get the higher education, but, you know, don't be that evil, like, plumber. Or don't be, like... Yeah. I think, oh, sure. that, I think have... that's starting to change, though. It is because because of economics, really. Yeah. And that is that people go to college for four years and leave college with $125,000 in debt. And they college, can't pay what, it because they're working at Starbucks. They well, it's like, it's like where did you go to college? Where did you go to college? Well, yeah. oh, I studied art history and dwarf literature, and now, and what did you do? I'm a plumber. Well, I'm a plumber, and well, what did you say? Philosophy. Well, well, I'm a plumber making all this, making money, at least fifty grand, seventy grand. You could think deep thoughts about being unemployed. Yeah, well, there's so we 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 throw money at schools. We throw money at. But you're not throwing the money at the right problem. No, they're just giving the money to the school, hoping in the hope that they're going to use it properly. Well put an incentive out there for the household, for the parents. Put well, an incentive you want a out policy? there. Like if you're going to throw money at it, at least throw yeah. it to where it'll make a yeah. difference. Have you heard this one? You know in China what they do for and colleges? By the way, I'm not big on throwing money no, at problems. I know, neither. I'm a problem. Uh, you can throw it at us. Throw it at, throw it but, at me. I've got some You know, problems. in China yeah, what right? they do for universities, they take a look at every department. If you have not employed a certain high percent of people in that field, they close the department. Hmm. I don't that's think that's a, a bad damn, policy. That's a pretty damn big incentive right there. And when yeah. I told people, because I, you know, going to grad school, I told people, oh, you want to go to grad school? Why? Uh, go to grad school. Uh, have a reason. Make sure it's something for your career. That's something you're going to do. Don't just go to go. Yeah. yeah. And what happens, too, is you find people, because they get these free things, they will 
avoid adulthood for professional student yeah. bullshit. Well, I think this goes back to the idea that we are 100% responsible for what happens within our lives. We're responsible for how we respond to things. We're yep. responsible for what we set up. That personal responsibility and personal accountability to our lives is really important. Resourcefulness, the ability to make something out of very little, has been lost in New York State in a huge way because people are brought up to believe that other people will provide regardless of the situation. And that's a very general, broad statement. When you're raising kids, you can't interfere with your children's lives after they're 14 years old. That's what the state says. You, <laughs> you, you, if they decide to go to the doctor to take care of a medical procedure, you don't have the ability to influence that or know what? what's going on after the age of 14 That's years the old. stupidest goddamn thing I've ever heard, and I've heard and I've heard some of Rob's jokes. Welcome to New York State. <laughs> well, I've heard one thing my dad told me when I was a kid. He told me two things. He said, you're going to have to take care of yourself because don't expect other people to take care of you. And number two, and this is the biggest lesson of all, life ain't fair. No. Life is not fair. However, how do you take your situation and make it the best for you? A lot of people sit back and wait for somebody else to do it for them. And... One of the issues we have in employment today is we find that people have no idea how to self-teach. They can't, you, they'll work in a space for two months and you ask them, do you know how to make this type of product? No, nobody ever showed me. Well, I know that you've watched it made in front of you 350 times in or the last two months. Or it's not my job yeah. or it's somebody else's job. Yeah, it's not so my job learn. to do it. Right. How many times have we run into that? Yeah. There's like, so much lack of personal resourcefulness. That, that I find that's it appalling. That's because every, we're creating a society where somebody will do it for me. Somebody will do it for me. There's no adaptability. That's there's, what there's you no, said. There's no, like, I mean, if you, I think the biggest, the biggest thing any individual can learn from is failure. Like oh, failure is not a teacher. Failure. Yeah, it's the greatest teacher because failure it teaches you not, what not right. to do. Failure Next is not time you don't have to waste thing. time doing that. Failure is not a bad thing. Especially if you're you an fail. Oh, I mean, if you <laughs> fail, I got a story about that. At least you tried, and then okay, you tried. What'd you learn from it? Okay, now if you were going to do it again, what would you do different? Okay, great. Let's go try it again. No, it is. I've but learned people that people don't want to fail, so they don't try. That to me is the biggest. It's, it's, it's no, I agree. Totally. How many That's businesses been... did Tom Galisano start before paychecks? I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. There's I, a lot. I, I would imagine there'd be quite a few. The <laughs> average millionaire starts 18 businesses before yeah, they exactly. become a millionaire. And they're not all winners. You don't. You don't goddamn remember anything else he did before paychecks. <laughs> no. But they were all lessons, right? Exactly. Right. They. They. Like you were saying. The failure taught him what not to do so he could focus on other areas, which eventually led him to creating, you know, Paychecks, a huge company, Mm. highly successful company. It just, it's... That's a nice story, huh? It's just well, a lot of them are dropouts. A lot of it. And then the the other thing, Rob, you made a comment earlier about, you know, politicians and people voting, you know, because of the name. If you vote for a politician just because their name's Kennedy, You're an or idiot. you vote for a politician just because their name is Bush, or you vote for a politician just because their name is Clinton, or what, like, give me a break. Like, do your homework. What's What's worse, that or the people that vote for a candidate based on how much they'd like to have a beer with them? That actually makes more sense. <laughs> sort of, sort no, of does. See, to me, I don't want the president to be relatable. 
He's the president. I, I, they don't need to be relatable to me. They need to be the the person doesn't you know? I just that's gonna get shit done. To me, to me, it, it, again, it gets down to, um, what have they done? What have they actually done? Right. And you have to remember, you, you it's know, a media era too. There's a movie called The Face in the Crowd with Andy Griffith, and it's perfect for these days. But it's about he goes on about trying to make a candidate, and he's like, like a bill, you have to play to the media. Back in back a couple times ago for the presidential primaries, there was Dick Luger, who was a senator from Indiana. Now, if you look at his resume, this is somebody you would want as president. You would call him a statesman. He's knowledgeable. He's done. He's really done everything. He ended up like zero point one because he's not charismatic. Or anything else, but he would have got the job done. Whereas you get somebody, oh, I'm popular, or they can sell themselves, That's or I'm likable. You look at some of the presidents that we've had in history. How many of them would have been president today with, you know, lack of charisma or lack of anything? Or in Facebook. The, yeah, or Facebook, oh, or just, you it's know. It's a downfall of society. Social media. Social media? It's taken away civility. It's taken away. Don't listen to him. Listen to us on social media. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of ironic. <laughs> Only if it benefits it. me. <laughs> kind of ironic, but I mean, how many people think? Well, I saw it on Facebook. It's true. Well, look at what just happened to the weather guy. Mm-hmm. Not just weather guy. How about those? How about those? How about that whole fiasco in New York or in D.C. with, with the, the kids. kids and the? There were there was actually three groups and doing oh, all this. It's yeah. like. Like, people, like, calm down. Yeah. Like, learn all the facts before you react to anything. Well, like, what, you know, because... It's, 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 it's we false call, outrage. We call it National Enquirer News, too, where you look at, like, go on your computer, what are all the news stories? It's who's dating whom? Yeah, it's like, like, Kim Kardashian takes but, but, picture of herself. Well, hold Nobody on. cares. Go, go back 25, 30 years, you know, you're, you're at the store, maybe you're with your parent or whatever, <laughs> and you see the National Enquirer, and it's got some headline. You can't tell me you didn't look and I go... Okay, that's bullshit, right? Weekly World News. That right? was the best. Bad right. boy. And you, you, you'd laugh about <laughs> yeah, it. Like, oh, that's but you ever buy one of those? Yes. Those oh, things were great. So you'd, you'd probably <laughs> buy it just because you don't want to read how My dad would it buy it at Worldwide News every Sunday. Yeah. He would buy it. Right. Like and you'd pull it up like, and you see the headline, Hippo Eats Dwarf. Like, right. that's really got to see. Yeah, I got to see what's going on there. John Kennedy alive in Florida with like this old Elvis is a movie theater usher in Dubuque, Iowa. Buy it for the for the for just the value of reading something, but you all knew it was bullshit. Yeah. Right? And, and, also, and maybe yeah. and maybe in that ten page um document, maybe one thing or two things might Documentary. actually might kinda <laughs> sort of be true. All right? Now you take that and, times and now it it's Facebook. Yeah. It's fucking Facebook. Well, it's look at Instagram. all the reduced it's to Snapchat. two sentences. And there is like right. the false sense of outrage about everything. I'm so offended. I'm so offended about anything. What, you can't and by the way, hey, for, for, for full disclosure, I own stock in Facebook, and I'm making a shit ton of money on it. <laughs> Keep spreading that fake news. Yeah. What it, I mean, but look at what the internet's done. That's it's us, I hate Mike Tomlin page came it, from. It's given us. It's given us memes like "Don't believe anything you read on the internet." Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, what a great well, it's like this is. cartoon here. I think what? makes a lot of sense. I found this cartoon the other day. Well, just a throwback to paychecks, of Tom Galvisano. Yeah. You know, he moved from New York State to Florida. Does anybody remember how much money he saved per day? Per uh, day. Oh man. Yes, no. it was a ridiculous shit. number. Eleven thousand dollars per day. A day. Holy day. shit. In Texas. Well, I think like you said to me, yeah, John. Yeah, hey, unemployment's like yeah. at an all-time low yeah. in New York State. <laughs> well, I think you said to me, John, about New York. Yeah. Love the place, true. hate everything else. 
Well, you know, I love the area. I love the people that I know here in upstate New York. I do not like the state at all. I, I just cannot wrap my brain around a state that wants to crush I, opportunity I call and it a creativity. State. It is a vampire state, and it, but it's worse than that. I mean, it's not that you can get it's much a twilight worse than vampire. vampire right? It's a twilight vampire the, state. The state, the, the, the actual state of New York. I mean, I've lived in multiple states. I, I like multiple states. I've worked in multiple areas of the country. The state of New York is actually really diverse. I mean, you have mountains, lakes, uh, you know, you've got... Country, city, co- yeah, yeah I mean, you name it, it you mean, got it. It's a really awesome state run by a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, run by a bunch of idiots. We should be... And, and the worst part about it is, if you live in upstate or western New York, your whole direction... Is based on New York City. Well, that's like they, they, like wh- whoever, however New York City votes, that's what you're stuck with. Well, like um, and that's where all of our tax money goes. Yeah. it well, doesn't stay doesn't stay up here. Well, because growing up outside of New York, as I did, I was probably one of those people that thought the entire state of New York was like New York City. And then when yeah. I came oh, up yeah. to Rochester, it's like, holy shit, there's trees. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> like I literally, I travel places. Oh, where are you from? New York. Oh, yeah, New York. No, yeah, because that's what they say. I live in New, New York, York now. Oh, how, what Toronto's, part of the city? Co- Toronto's closer to me than New York City. What, yeah, Zach, actually, what you don't understand is that we're in Central Park right now. Son of a bitch, I knew it. <laughs> I thought that homeless guy looked familiar. It, it, but it's it's pathetic. I mean, in in getting back to incentives and, and helping businesses out. You know, and I'll, I'll, you know, what Amazon got like a billion dollars in incentives. Oh, Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hold on. So I I will actually say good for New York for doing it. Hmm? I mean, if they don't, some other state is going to. And by the way, it's to bring jobs to the location. And the part that got me is all these people are up in arms. You just gave away a billion dollars to an organization. You could have used that to fix potholes and bridges and so on and so forth. Well, wait a minute. Don't you have the toll booths that are supposed to take care of the bridges? Yeah, what happens to all those in the roads? Where the hell's that money going? Uh, and by the way, they didn't give them a billion dollars. It was a tax incentive. So they didn't give anything away. They just said, you do this, you won't have this burden of paying this. So you can bitch and moan all, all about them. You know, you, this billionaire got all this. Yeah, there's a reason why he's a billionaire because <laughs> he figured something out, and everybody loves his product and service. Get paid, awesome, way to go. I have to just say yep. one thing about that. I saw an ad for hearing aids, and there's this guy. This, there's this guy complaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think you I did? Walked right into so, that one. Oh, I heard that. The guy's one complaining about the no cost of the hearing aids, oh. and I'm just thinking, okay, somebody had to invent this. They had to go through the technology. Yeah. You didn't do it. Yeah. There's somebody should be paid for the thing. They can't just give it away. Yeah, but I mean, then when you, government you, subsidizes it, it goes up. If you're upset right. with Bezos and the money he's making, don't use his service. Yeah, right. and then you're Simple an idiot for that. not using his service. Well, yeah, true. I but mean, it is no, actually really. Good. I wish. I would have, you know, you kind of wish that you would have come up with it first. And oh you, my God! It's like Didn't a, me? it's like oh. a, an envious hatred. I mean, th- it's like but, I hate that guy for but, figuring it out, but, but, but goddamn, he did a good but, job. But think about that. Now let's think and be perfectly <clears throat> honest. It's thirty years ago, and you come up with an idea. Hey, I'm going to sell books online, and I'm going to call my business Amazon. 
How many people are looking at you going, like you're what a goddamn are you smoking, idiot. man? Yeah, exactly. Did, were right? they there when he was packing those books into shipping containers yeah. to go all over the country? Yeah, all over by the... himself. The, 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 thing is, the thing that's even more impressive, he didn't become a millionaire until 1997. Which is insane. However, he yeah. became a billionaire very shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in I'll 1997. Tell you However, he became a billionaire in 1997. <laughs> he, he has balls of steel. He enriched himself to more than a billion dollars when his shareholders received zero for a decade. His shareholders, it was quite an uprising. They said, we are going to pull right out of this company unless you show a profit. And the very next year, he showed a profit. And Amazon blew, blew the fuck up. Oh my god! It, it, and it was like a literal overnight blow up. Yes. But I'll say, and look at it now. They own the goddamn. One universe. thing I like on the show is sometimes I like to get more vociferous guests. I mean, you guys. Were I know you shy. guys are. But would you guys like to come <laughs> back hey, sometime? Rob, I, Rob, I was thinking that as we wind out. Let's turn this into a series. We've well, already got would talking you guys smart. Like to we'll come back talking again. angry. We're already. This is what you want to leave. <laughs> yeah. Anybody, Steelers, hire Jeff. But you guys, Holy you. Shit. I know Dave. You're Dave. But if any of you would like to just yeah, have a last plug word, or plug, you you can plug your hair if you want, Dave. But these guys might want to plug something. Uh, yeah, Luxurious. You want to have a last word? Speak now. <laughs> we need to rub that one in, man. Yeah. So basically, I'd just like to say that I love to see parents teach their children how to be resourceful, how to make something from little, and that will show them how to go forward in life and not rely on our nanny state of New York. And anything you want to plug? Pavingforpizza.com. Go to your go to the internet. Vote for your town. <laughs> Type on the internet. It's, it's is, very likely coming the, to Lockport and Buffalo. What's the address online so the people what do you go to? Uh pavingforpizza.com. Then put in the address. <laughs> That's it. Through Domino's. You've been very good about the Steelers, Jeff. You could do that the next time. Mike Munchak leaving. Like I'm yeah, angry, but I don't that. begrudge him. No, no, no. <laughs> but he's got family. In yeah, it. that's yeah. what I mean. I don't yeah. begrudge him. No. I love him to death. I have nothing but respect Jeff, for him. Jeff, what say you? All right, so here's my last comment. Just, just, just okay. recognize the state you live in and the people that represent you. They do not really care about driving businesses here because they honestly think... 45 software engineers trumps 55 software engineers. And the reason the 45 trumps the 55 is because they didn't have enough, they didn't think there was enough value in the other 125 jobs that were coming here. So, my, how I will end my part of this meeting fuck New York State (laughs) and all of their representatives. They can't figure out that two plus two equals four. Fuck them. Because they're from Boston. Tip your bartenders. Yeah, <laughs> Stay out of the sun. You know what? That's probably the best I've ever right there. Still, we are Tip them well, yeah. by the way. Tip your bartenders. Try, yeah, they the, got all those, try the veal. They got all those student loans to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> and how about that? We're still sponsored by a small business, which is kind Until of Until this podcast. Until this podcast, because God knows what's about to happen to them. Upsitnik and Associates Law Offices, Lawyers for You, the People from Alaska to the Supreme Court, all points in between. They're on Facebook, Upsitnik and Associates. They're on the interweb, UpsitniksLaw.com. Maybe I'll tell them about paving for pizza. Nice. Well, thank you guys, I yeah. think. This is and episode one. I haven't figured out a title for the series yet, but this just became a new series. I'm going to end with series. this. I'm going to end with this. There's a band called NRBQ. They've been around for oh, decades yeah. and band, decades. Yeah. And I got I had the privilege of meeting Terry Adams and the guys when they play at the Bop Shop. And they have a new CD. Well, it's not new now. It's called Brass Tax. And I'm going to end this show with their song, Greetings from Delaware, which is about a person who just buys a bunch of crap online and runs up debt. So that's for all of us. And... <laughs> 
if we can't find any more vociferous guests, these guys will be back. Yeah. Don't be shy next time. And <laughs> for all of us in the carnival and whoever is out there, and see you. Next time it'll be Drunk Economics. Oh, God. <laughs> Drunkonomics oh, 104. Point by eye.